This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You know, like I said, Sunday in Baltimore, uh, I'm appreciative of the efforts of all parties involved. Um, I think that sentiment remains the same. I am still a little bit numb, to be quite honest with you. You fight uh, over the course of, of what is half a calendar year to put yourself in position to be a team in the tournament, and it kind of comes to a screeching halt. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and uh, we are just listening to Mike Tomlin. And uh, one of the things we're going to do today. What's the Beckham music? That's uh, uh, Bob Dylan. Is it Bob Bob Dylan? Yeah. yeah. That there's Bob. That's Bob Dylan. Hey, Bob Bob Zimmerman. (laughs) Is that really his name? Yeah, yeah. Bob Zimmerman is his real name. No kidding. I didn't realize that. Why would you choose Dylan over Zimmerman? What's the difference? It's more folksy. Really? Yeah. Now I, I don't know. I I I. It doesn't seem like you know what. I would have gone with my real name. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would gone with. Maybe maybe his parents decided you need to get a. A different last name, you know, so like maybe no, in case so. you like you you screw up and you know you're not embarrassing yeah. us and stuff like that. Right, right. Oh, no? maybe, 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 maybe that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just wondering. You yeah, know? yeah. All right, uh, uh, we were uh, we heard uh, Mike Tomlin's opening uh, remarks at his press conference, and one of the things he said that he really appreciated. The effort from guys, you know, I mean, he's got to appreciate that because uh, the guys pulled together and overcame a lot of oh, adversity yeah. and a lot of obstacles. I mean, that could have been, that could have been easily a five and eleven team, uh, and and it was eight and eight. Uh, they did lose three uh, in a row to to be eliminated play, from the playoffs. But when you lose all those guys, um, you know, you know. You know, it's it, it 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 has its effect on you. It does, and it it takes. Uh, there's a drain that goes on, an emotional drain. Yeah. For the players, and by the time you get towards the end of the season, it can be substantial if you keep hemorrhaging players and moments and games that could have been a difference maker. Yeah. You know, when you listen to Mike's voice, I thought that comment, that quote by Mike, was very very insightful, yeah. and I think a lot of people just kind of. Poop, poop, pop, you know, go buy it. Don't even pay attention. Yeah. But he talks about the whole thing of going six months, spending half the calendar year, right, and doing this. And you and I know the the enormous um, relief and release at the end when you're done. Right. Now there's heartache. Yeah. Because if it's a non-playoff year, you you have this tremendous hole in you. You feel like, man, we we just didn't accomplish right. what we set out to do. But there is this enormous dump of of the whole season that occurs that one week, the first week when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know when we're sitting on the couch at home, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, and you just feel like you can breathe a little bit because right. it is an enormous, 
humongous dump of yeah, everything you know, you've been carrying. The, the, pre- the pressure's off. Uh, yeah. uh, the intense pressure. You know, and, and, and some one of the comments he said is, is some of it's our doing. Uh, and, you know, he takes credit for that. And, and one of the things he said was hopefully we learn I think from, he took accountability. Yeah, yeah, credit. yeah, yeah. Hopefully we learn from this season. And there's, an, there, there's a myriad of ways to learn from this season. All the guys you lost, right. all the guys you, you know, the, the young guys. Uh, and he says, we don't want to seek comfort, but we don't want to wallow in it. Uh, you know how the in-between is this. You marinate for a while. Yeah. You don't wallow. Nor do you seek comfort. You marinate a yeah. little bit. I remember, and it's different for each player. I remember in uh, 1980, coming back after we played the last game of the year, our rookie year, Monday Night Football in San Diego. Right, right. And I was I was really honked off because I didn't get to play as much as I thought I was going to play. Right. And I remember Tyrone started at right guard, and right. I thought, I'm really dedicating myself. And I remember feeling like, you know how you feel a little pain because right. somebody's playing, you're pain. not playing? Yeah, you you internalize that and you you say I'm storing this up. Right. You know this is I'm I don't care. I got one week. I'm taking off and then I'm back in the gym. I'm going at it. Right. And I'm setting my sights on the next year, which was 1981. Right. And that was the year that I made the jump to becoming a starter. Yeah. But the point is, you bottle that up and then you use that as motivation. You talked about El Zedo. Yeah. That point in playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, and you know uh, that uh, that was the most that was the worst game I ever played in my in my career, and uh, that off season I was uh, I trained so hard because I didn't want I, you know I kept saying I'm not going to ever let that happen. Absolutely, again. when and, you wanted to sit yeah, home, what'd you yeah, think of? Yeah, yeah, no, I I kept thinking of him. When you got uh, tired after running, when we ran a couple laps, and suddenly you feel like what'd you think of? I, I was uh, I'm not giving up. Uh, I'm not giving, you know, and and when I saw the uh, uh, PSA on uh, uh, on riding uh, three wheelers that he did with with the uh, when uh, you sack. got beat, yeah, yeah, giving up, you're sack. giving up a sec. What'd you think yeah, of? Yeah. Time to go back to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, see, so this is what Mike is talking about. Yeah. And to every player, there is that sort of uh, uh, accountability you take for yourself. I mean, think about a Cam Hayward. Yeah. All right. Cam has got to be sitting there. You got to feel good in that. Okay, I grew as a player this year, yeah. but we didn't grow as a team. So there is that dichotomy that goes back and forth that you you have to wrestle with. On the other hand, you got Stefan Tuit, who is going to be sort of lamenting, right. right, because of the fact he was not able to make it through the season. One thing that you have to understand about ball players, everyone seeks to be there from one to sixteen, right? Yeah, because you want to close, it, begin the 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 the, the book. Is a sword would talk about it and end the book of well, each year. Well, unless you're Kylo Stunlap. Well, yeah, okay. Then you know you're making business decisions. Yeah, along yeah, the way. Business. You may you may you may shut the uh, shut the movement down. Yeah. at some point. You know in time. The, the funny thing of, uh, <laughs> about our rookie year. Yes. Uh, the interesting thing about it. Right. Was you know I got I got cut right and got called back six weeks later, and I was and every week. I was worried that I could get cut again. Do sure. you remember that? It happens one time. It yeah, can happen yeah, again. That's right. And so um, that off season, you know, I, I you know, I went after it. Uh, I, I didn't only. I don't even know if I took any time off. I, I you know, I just went back. I don't to, think either of us yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but it was funny that 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 San Diego game. 
uh, we were nine and seven that year, and we got eliminated uh, on that uh, on the travel back. Yeah, on the travel exactly on, on the travel to yeah. San Diego. Yeah. Oh, two. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was on the way no, back. No, okay. we we got eliminated on 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 the travel too. Well, how uh, about that? Because uh, we were. It was Sunday afternoon. And we were and traveling. Reports came. Yeah, yeah they, that yeah, makes sense yeah, more yeah. than and, and, didn't even think about it. But right. that whole year, I mean, that was a tough year. That was a physically tough year. You were adjusting to right. the culture that was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. You, were, you were adjusting to the people like Mean Joe Green, Jack Lambert, Terry yeah. Bradshaw, Franco Harris. I mean, we can go on and yeah. on and on. And about all the greats that you were surrounded and you were trying to fit in. You were trying to uh, really etch a spot out for yourself. That was a very difficult year. Right, right. So, so you know what? One of the things he says is we're going to get after 2020, and uh, you know that you know. So that starts with meeting with the players. Uh, right. You know, he was talking about the exit meeting, interviews. Yeah, the, the exit interviews, and uh, you know, he's an evaluation of the players and the coaching staff. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm not thinking about. Are you thinking that there, there's any changes in the coaching staff? Well, the thing that was interesting, I'd read a quote from Mike Tomlin said uh, earlier in the week and said uh, he had basically, from what I understood, unless I somehow got that uh, screwed up in my gourd, which is always possible. But the fact is, I think he said that it wouldn't surprise him if there was some movement right. on the coaching staff. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I, You know, you look around and you, you try to figure out who, what, where, but, you know, those are all private in conversations that will be revealed that do do time yeah and, and you know he, he talked about that uh the process starts with self-evaluation no question uh and uh you know and you know you you've already met with the players you give feedback and uh you know we, we didn't have exit interviews when we were playing no i didn't yeah. have any until minnesota yeah. when i was in minnesota my last yeah. couple of years uh so you know he, he the 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 self evaluation and you know it, it comes from talking to the players it talks comes from talking to the coaches and then watching the film of throughout the season no question yeah and uh and it's the foundation of what is 2020 um uh, you know, the, the one of the things that uh, he was talking about is there were there's opportunities for growth from a lot of the young guys. Uh, there were opportunities this season. There were opportunities for Mason. There was opportunities for Duck. There was right. opportunities, opportunities for Kareth White. There was opportunities uh, for Benny Snell and uh, Deontay Johnson, Devin Bush. Um, you know, you could go, you could go down the line and right. on and on and on. And, um, we always talk about, uh, the acceleration of growth, uh, between the first and second year for a player, but guys that played a lot like Benny Snell, like Deontay Johnson, like Devin Bush, uh, you know, um, uh, th- they're, you know, Kareth White. I, I think that's going to be... Uh, well, it, you, uh, you need some youth yeah. infused into this group. Right. You know, you need some people to be able to come up and be accountable to uh, either becoming that starter in waiting or becoming a starter. 
You know, I mean, uh, for instance, Matt Filer is intriguing to me. It's right. going to be intriguing what's going to go on with Matt. You know, he's an unrestricted free agent or something like that. Uh, you get, or is it restricted? I can't remember. I got it in the list here somewhere. But the point is, with him, what are they going to do? Is yeah. he going to end up a guard? Is he going to stay a tackle? But what he needs to do and what he's got to do is continue working and refining his craft. Right. Working on his punching, working on his kick step, working right. on those things that make you and, and what has made him an, an excellent. NFL player, I see. I see this guy in getting better. His upside is still yeah. a couple years away. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, it, it's interesting. You know, when we were training, when we trained with Sarge, we right. were we were training all the time on hands, right? You know, because the hands is what makes you uh, the offensive lineman that you are uh, on. And uh, and it's it is growth, so there's that's an opportunity for growth for the offensive line, right? Uh, you know, and the experiences they've had this year, that's an opportunity for growth, and and so you were a rookie, and when when you were a rookie, you played a lot. I was a rookie. I just played special teams, right. and uh, um, special teams points leader, if yeah, I recall correctly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but did you win anything for that? No. They, 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 there's you know, nothing. There's, that's just wrong. There, there was nothing. There. You know, I mean, Danny Smith gives out some sort of stick or something. Does he, you know? does he yeah, really? a little something, yeah. you know? You think three years in a row you're the special team's points leader. Right. That should get you at least, I don't know, maybe a, a lifetime subscription to Golden Corral or something. I don't know. You know, something like I, that. I, I would have liked that. Yeah, we could have used that. I would here because, you know, we were always stopping at King's Restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, you know, every time we came back uh, from the flight, we'd stop <laughs> we'd, at King's. We'd stop at King's yeah. in Bridgeville, which yeah. is there no more. Yeah. No, it's not there anymore. No, yeah, they yeah. closed it down, and now uh, it's, you know. Okay, so let, look, as, a, as a, a player that played a lot uh, on the offense, on the offensive line, what was your rookie year like going into your off season? What 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 was going through your heads? Uh, when you, yeah. my, my in my mind was I knew there was going to be an opportunity right. to, to uh, play. Yeah, in the second season, um, Sam Davis was coming back, but Sam was coming off a season long knee yeah. injury. Yeah, and uh, of course there was Steve Corson. Yeah, uh, and I really felt that uh, you know I needed. To be able to be stronger and uh, come to a point, you know, where um, that would be, this my strength would be a right. strength for me. Yeah, and that was actually the year uh, I competed in the world strongest world strongman contest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other stuff. So the point being is uh, that was my my main goal in the off season. Right, and that was probably the most productive off season in terms of. Lifting, yeah. Well, yeah. you you went home and you you were lifting with Don Reinhold. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. yeah, and up in Buffalo. Yeah, and uh, stayed that one more off season at my mom and dad's. Right. Yeah. But that was the last one that I stayed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so you know when you know we were hungry, very to get after it again, uh, to get the next season, to get better, to get uh, um, you know to the, the number. How of hungry things. were you? I mean. People, I, I try to tell people that, you know, it, it's like it it just consumes you. You know, you'll be sitting there in March, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the TV and a, 
a memory of the game of a game where you came up short on a play, right. and it'll frost you. You'll yeah. get frosted. Yeah. You know, I mean, it. That's what constantly drives you. It yeah. drives you when you're running sprints. It drives you right. when you're lifting, lifting in the gym, and you you are consumed with being the best you can be, and it is absolutely aggravating to the point of making you a little crazy. Right. You know, when you you start to play that 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 role real in your head. Yeah. About the uh, times that you you play yeah. poorly. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. Because uh, we'll I'm getting be- honked off right now thinking about some of those. <laughs> You're getting honked off. I'm honked off at myself. Why are you honked off at yourself? Oh, how could you? Yeah, how could you, you let yourself give up a sack on a play when you had the guy locked out, and then for some reason. You just you, it slipped away. Yeah, you know. Oh, all right, yeah, I sit here. And, I don't want to visualize it. I'm honked off at myself again. All right, I'm honked off at all you. Right, all right. I'm Remember honked. when Reggie? You let Reggie Doss Elka bong me. Yeah, on that on that me game. Reggie Doss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the L.A. Rams. Well, he he made an a, a, an upfield move, and I bit on it, and then he came across. <laughs> he came inside and crushed me. Yeah, and knocked me past Bubba Brown at right tackle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, so I blame you. Yeah, you 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 always blame me. All right, let's take a break. Uh, When we'll be back, we'll have more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm touching. You're in the locker room. This is an in the locker room podcast from SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, We endured a lot of a lot of adversity during the course of the season. Uh, in a lot of ways, some of it created by the game itself, uh, natural attrition associated with play. Uh, some of it was our doing. Uh, it always is. We fall short of perfection like everyone. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And uh, one of the things that uh, as uh, I watched um, – the Mike Tomlin press conference. I was impressed with a, a bunch of things he said. Uh, one of the things he said that we need to bring clarity to these guys, meaning his his players. Um, how do you do that? How do you bring clarity to your guys? Okay, I'm a little. I I, I was sorry. I was reading about Joseph Stalin's uh, limousine. Right. Yeah. That was heisted over in Moscow. Right. So I lost track of yeah. the quote as Mike was being quoted. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. All so right. explain to me the clarity. You know what? So he's trying to bring clarity to the guys that, uh, uh, you know, when you, you're trying to bring clarity to you guys, you, you got to understand what happened last year. Uh, and you, you study the trends in the game. And, uh, you know, you, you start working on uh, uh, on next year, next year, right, uh, right now, you know. Yes. Uh, it, it, well, the first part is always reflection yeah. and self-evaluation, right. which we were talking about in the first segment, right. as well as moving forward. Once you have kind of underlined and been able to highlight those things that you fell short in, right. now what steps do you go how do you better yourself? Yeah, how do you better yourself? Yeah. Well, one of the things has got to be, of course, in the first and most significant uh, point of reflection uh, will be when Ben gets his first major look at the elbow. Right. And that's coming up like the first week in February. Yeah. Is All that, right? is that you, know, you know, he, he talked about. Um, uh, a health standpoint of all the guys, right? Uh, but uh, you've you know, got to, for instance, you got to get clarity there. 
Yeah. Because here's the thing about it, in my mind, Chaluch, and, yeah. and one of the things that I think is, is going to be important, I don't know that you want to go with the same type of offense that you do with Big Ben as you do with a Mason Rudolph, for instance. Right. I think Mason would be better suited and better served by – I know he was a shotgun guy at Oklahoma State, but I still think going under center right. with a fullback is one of these trends that's starting to – Come around in the NFL again. You got to take a look at this. Yeah, study the trends. Now, the trend uh, with the with the New England Patriots, with the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks, with the San Francisco 49ers, uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. Now we see a trend right. surfacing, uh, getting back to running the ball and uh, getting back to smash mouth. Uh, offense and uh, you know I, I I like that trend yeah you know I really like it I saw in 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 Baltimore that this offensive line is still run capable right they came off the ball right I mean they did some things there that where was this just a couple weeks ago right you know Benny Snell showed me something there that he is a tackle to tackle uh feature back type guy right he's capable of that sort of thing now where i think he lacks i don't think he's got the james connor type of jump uh yeah. in in his legs but i i do believe that he has got some really good attributes that that make him feature back capable right. especially with an offensive line that showed That's me some coming things. off the ball yes, exactly right. thank yeah. you uh, and you know, you know, he was talking about the injuries, and Ben's, uh, uh, you know, Ben's going to need some significant updates, as you pointed out uh, during the off uh, off season. But one of the things I didn't know uh, that uh, Mason Rudolph's injury was more serious than everyone thought. Uh, you know, the dislocating uh, uh, clavicle could have penetrated or punctured the aorta that would have oh, oh my, my yeah uh so he, he thought it was a, he, he mason just thought it was a bad ac sprain that's right. why he stayed in and after the adrenaline wore off he couldn't move his arm well you know how it is yeah uh you you know something gets crunchified yeah. you know you're in a pile bam wham something like that and you go hmm that's not normal yeah. But the adrenaline is coursing through your veins, you know. Yeah. You got all that stuff going on in your head, and you, you know, you, you just you're into it, and the intensity is just driving you. And then uh, you go a few plays, and you come off. It's, I remember when I, I broke a bone in my ankle, and and it was crunching like glass. But you know, I got through another series just because, you know, you, you're you're just into the thing, you right. know, and you just you go through and you you just do it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you sit down for a little while, and you go. Holy cow! There's something really wrong. Right. You understand that something in your body's betrayed you. Right. 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 You know, I, I remember um, our second year, uh, we uh, we were playing the Bengals, and I sprained my ankle really bad. Uh, Larry Brown got hurt, so I went in right. and I, I rolled it really bad, and it and uh, you know I taped it uh, right r real tight, and was able to play and and the game ended. And, and you cut we the wanted, tape off. And when we cut the tape off, it went poof, like yeah, a balloon. Like a balloon. And like all, a balloon, all, I tell you. You know, and, and all of a sudden I couldn't walk it. And, uh, you know, it, it was kind of – I played and then I couldn't walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to think. And people talk about 
Well, what is it that drives you? Well, if if you could if you could experience game day adrenaline, right? What it's like to go out there that you could if you could bottle that you could rule the world. Right. I'm serious. Rule the world. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah you, baby. You, you want to rule oh, the world? Oh man, when you would wake up in the morning, Chalute, remember? Yeah. We'd wake up and you wouldn't just wake up. You're like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's game day, yeah. man. It's like your eyelids slam open, like like the shutters would go flying up in a window. Yeah. 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 It's 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 funny. Boy, if you had that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, uh, so it tired he, me out thinking he, about yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, you, you're you're tired. <laughs> uh, one of the things that Mason said, I'm just glad to be on the road to recovery, and yeah. uh, uh, and that's good. Uh, two months for uh, two months for that injury to heal. Um, you know, when the season ends like that, how and what are you feeling? You know, like I'm going to eat a lot of Cheetos. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, you, when you end an injury, it's horrible, right? Because you feel powerless to do anything, yeah. to make any changes. To, at least when when we, were, we would finish the season, we were healthy. Yeah, you could like, okay, I can I'm, get back I to the gym. I can go. It, right? I can yeah. get back to it. When you're injured, not only are you suffering the 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 feeling of like ah, I let some people down. Right. I didn't finish with the boys. I you know I didn't fulfill my part. And uh, then the thought comes, well, you know, they can also – that gives an opportunity to somebody else to pick up your hat and, right. and, and be able to play in your place. Um, but you can't even do anything about it. You right. can't physically go to the gym or do anything that, you know, right. to help yourself. Yeah, and, and you know, the, one of the things is that, that, that you're chomping at the bit to get back at it. Yes. Uh, you're chomping at the bit. Uh, you know, it's, it's a funny. vicious cycle. Yeah, uh, Mike Tomlin uh, was asked kind of that same question in a different – uh, manner, and he says, uh, "I feel a little numb, to be quite honest with you. I, you know, so the numbness of not being in the playoffs, you know, is is part of, it. and it's like deceleration trauma. Absolutely, you're, you're you're going, you're going, you're going, and boom, you stop. Uh, you Slam know. into the wall. Yeah, that yeah. is the uh, yeah. you know that is the no playoffs wall. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, and the Steelers uh, endured a lot of adversity this year, and uh, you know, probably a lot of guys are feeling that same way. You no know, no question, no question about it. Yeah, you know, you get. You got some serious competitors on that team, right? Uh, you talk to a Cam Hayward about what he thinks about not being in the playoffs, man. Yeah. You'll get an earful, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. People like that um, back in our day, you know, what I mean, it was just expected, anticipated, right? You, you know, you're going to make the playoffs, and and it just, you know, we came in during a period of time where there was a lot more struggle, yeah. You know, in, in the uh, the '80s, yeah. You know, um, so the fact is, uh, you come to grips with it. And now you've got to make those decisions moving forward. And I'm I'm really interested in what the decisions are going to be. Right, like yeah. everybody else. You yeah, know? I, I I am too. Uh, you know, it's funny that he said. You know, he was asked about the free agency. He said, uh, you know, we're going to communicate with the guys. They're still Steelers till they're not. <laughs> you yeah. know, so you know the facility is open to them. Uh, yeah, you know, it it, it was kind of interesting the way he uh, he pointed that out. Uh, it they're Steelers till they're not, and uh, and free agency starts I think March seventh. Yeah, uh, let's see. I think I got somewhere March eighteenth. March eighteenth. That's the new year. Is uh, that the, oh yeah, that, maybe that's free the agency NFL, starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the new NFL yeah. calendar year yeah. starts on March eighteenth. Yeah, so then that's 
I think around that's, there. Yeah, yeah, that's. Are you sure? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it said March eighteenth, four p.m. was the new calendar year. Now, free agency might start ahead of it. Yeah, you know, I that. You no, know, I, I, I don't think. I think it it, it starts with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I know I got it, and it was March eighteenth. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, you know, another guy that's rehabbing is Stefan Tuit. Um, you know, we didn't. You know, you, you, I didn't see him around much. Yeah, you didn't see him around much. I see him at the facility sometimes on the on the south side. But you know what? That's not unusual because a lot of guys, you know. You get your work done because you know you don't want to interfere with anyone else's work. You know what I mean? While they're, they're down there, and you get it done early, but you feel left out, right? And it's a hard thing, right? You know, and so sometimes you you might not be around just because you just you feel well, especially like Chuck. Chuck was giving you the feeling like, you know, you don't want injured people around because right. it, it 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 plagues everybody else. Yeah, you know, you might get infected by, in, yeah. by injuries. You yeah. know, uh, and, and so. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that Stefan responds and rehabs. Uh, I'm to sure the point. that he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here, I got in the notes. NFL League New Year begins 4 p.m. March 18th. Yeah. So that's the New Year calendar year. So, regardless of whether, <laughs> whenever, whenever uh, the free agency period begins, um, that's when the new calendar year goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, anyways, it's 412-919-1316 if you want to get in on the conversation. Um, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, Mike also said, for me personally, it was a tough year. You know, uh, it was a tough year. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because he says, I'm working, on, you know, I'm working the next couple, uh, I'm going to get after it. And he got after it after the Super Bowl that he won. Yes. Because I remember I was on stage introducing the guys that were going to speak, and I asked him, I said, so you're going to take some time off? He goes, no, I'm going to get back right at it, get right back after it. And so, I mean, that's that's the way Mike is. Uh, you know, it was a tough year, but uh, uh, we're, 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 he's going to work the, the next couple of months to, to – See what he's got, and you know. Well, there's so much work to be done, right? You know, yeah. again, one of the things is going to be is where, which way they go as far as, you know, intention, uh, you know, with the offense. Yeah. Um. Earlier, we we were talking about it, and and again, I think one of the trends is you got to see where that's going because that's to me, yeah, that's a trend they can't miss out on. Yeah. I can understand with Ben. Okay, yeah, you've got a certain offense that you want to run because. He is Big Ben. He is that right. guy, yeah. you know. But I, I do believe you got to retool it if it's not him. I mean, maybe you got to retool it anyways. You know, uh, uh, look at this. Uh, Tom Brady last year. Right. St- you know, Belichick or Josh McDaniels uh, started uh, going to a running game. Uh, and you know that uh, the, you know that bodes well for a quarterback. Well, it does. Except you know. remember, Ben threw for over five thousand yards last year. Right. You know, I mean, that's just a lot of cheddar there, buddy. Yeah. You know, and so you don't want to interfere too much with that cheddar. Yeah, but d- don't you want to? But I do want to. I do want to run the run, ball. You you want to run the ball? But I, I I also want Ben to be Ben. That's the problem. 
Yeah, that you got to come to some sort of uh, compromise with. Bradshaw was Bradshaw when they were running the ball. True. All right. Good point. Yeah. So, okay. uh, uh, you know, I, I I think that's. Just uh, like you to bring the blonde bomber up. Yeah, that's right. You know? Uh, and the, by the way, did you ever get a, a trip to Hawaii, like uh, Terry said? No. Uh, neither did I. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Terry, are you listening? You're going to take us, take us to Hawaii. What happened? Was he supposed to take us yeah, to Hawaii? Uh, you don't. Oh, you don't remember? I do. I, I he don't said he remember. was going to take us to Hawaii. I don't the remember. The whole offensive line, yeah. And I, did we go? No. Yeah, yeah, no. No. Yeah, well, well Mr. Big Shot. Well, was he going <laughs> to was he going to take all the offensive line he yes. ever played for? Ever played with? No, it was just the one year I remember. Wait, he said oh, he was going to oh, okay. take us to Hawaii. All right. And never did get that. All right. As a matter of fact, we took him out to dinner, the offensive yeah. line. Don't I you know. remember? I know. I remember. Yeah. I remember. All right. We're going to take a break, uh, and we'll be back. Uh, Boy, he's Wolf. I'm touching. And by the way, it's 412-919-1316 if you want to get in another conversation. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm touching. You're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Um, I'm not in the mindset as I stand here, and I told the team this yesterday, of wrapping a bow around 2019 just yet. You know, somehow that's comfort-seeking to me. At the same time, I don't want to waddle in it. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So that was Mike Tomlin. You know, I, I, you know, he doesn't seek comfort, but he doesn't want to wallow it in it. In it. That's yeah. why you com- you compromise and you marinate. You marinate. Yeah. You marinate a little while. Yeah. Marination's good. It's good for a hunk of meat you put on the grill. You know, and it's good. Uh, it's good for uh, wrapping a ball around the season. So uh, he, he he talks about uh, there's areas in his uh, there, there's some proven, and he's and uh, he was asked whose backup quarterback is. Oh, he made no bones about yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, Mason Rudolph. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and uh, Mason is the backup. And the question is, the question was, are you going to get a, a a veteran? Backup and he and he, you know he. Well, he says he's not familiar enough with the, uh, yeah. you know, backup quarterbacks that'll be out on the market. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Again, you know, I go back to and I made no bones about it. I thought Mason did uh, uh, had an excellent outing going in New York. Yeah. It's unfortunate it ended up in in uh, being injured. I still think Duck made some uh, decisive throws there that, uh, you know what, could have been. But it's not, and I'm hoping that uh, he gets an opportunity to compete and and come back. You know, but I think Mason is the guy. You yeah, got to go forward. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, it, it, Mike Tomlin pointed out Duck. He said Duck had an awesome opportunity to grow and to play. Uh, and um, you know, uh, I thought he said that about Mason. No, but he he said that about Duck. Okay, uh, uh, you know. Well, the biggest thing about it is I, he gave Devlin the opportunity to grow after a couple of poor outings, and he continued after it. And I like what I saw the last game you know, in Baltimore. Look, 
There was a couple of big throws that he made. That yeah. 21-yarder to Deontay. That baby was on time, on point, thrown where only Johnson could get to it, yeah. and he made a great grab. Then there was the blitz that uh, came at him all afternoon that uh, you know there were some problems with the pickup. But uh, he spun out and uh, threw a 12-yard strike to Vance McDonald. What yeah. I thought about that was, look, he had the presence of mind to, to get out of harm's way. Right. He had the uh, ability to locate the receiver, and then he made a big league throw to get it there on time. Those are things that I think that, that was good. Okay, there were some good signs there. Unfortunately, you know, it's like Randy Feetner said. Randy said, if we're going to make mistakes, let's make new ones. Yeah. Well, he made a new one. He fumbled the ball, yeah. you know, uh, right before the half. So that's unfortunate. But I still think the kid went out there and competed hard with everything he had. If it's if it's not enough, it's not enough. Yeah. But it was all he had. Well, the, the, the interesting thing and the reason why I think the, the, the veteran quarterback was asked is because of the rehab of Ben and how right. it goes. Uh, you know, I, I think that's that's going to be a, a, a big factor. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I just think— uh, I'm interested what happens with Paxton. Yeah, right. Yeah, pa you know— You've got a whole offseason here to see, is Paxton one of these refocused, renewed, maybe— uh, you know, uh, pearls that you, you tend to overlook, you know, and, and now he's got an opportunity to surface yeah. and salvage a career? Or yeah. is it, you know, just another guy that, uh, you know, has, has gone by the by? I, I, you know, I think Paxton is going to have some serious growth this offseason. I I, th I really think that, and I, I'm I'm curious. interested to see. Yeah, I, there there's so many decisions. This is going to be probably the most compelling off season since I've been a broadcaster. Because I want to know. So. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because uh, you know all the free agents. What do you want to know? You're, in another I wanna, week you're going to be off to some volcano somewhere, yeah, yeah, well, hanging you know, over the edge. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, Death Valley. Who wants to go to Death? What a dumb thing going to Death Valley. Oh, you that that's the best hiking Get I've ever Zooks, went. Man, you, Death you, Valley. You, you got mountain hiking. You got canyon hiking. You got Badlands hiking, How and about you got Paradise volcano. Island. You got white sand. You got blue water. You got I, palm I, trees. I, I'd rather go hiking. <laughs> You can hike along the beach. All right, yeah, well, that's not hiking. <laughs> that's walking. You gotta. You know what? If you came on one of our hiking trips, you would, I would love hate it. it. No, you I would, would love just hate it. it. You you would be, go. You were right, Tunch. I was wrong. All right, let's go to See, the. If you hung out with me, and we will, because we'll be on the cruise, yeah. the Steelers cruise together. Right. Yeah. So you hang out with me on and the beach, and I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of uh, uh, stuff that we want to talk about, uh, one thing on Saturday, January 11th, uh, it's the men's NFL playoff tailgate uh, smoker with Steelers, uh, John Kolb, Wolf, me, JT Thomas, and a lot more Steelers. It's at uh, the Club Leaf and Bean at the Meadows Racetrack. Uh, it's from 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock. It's cost 75 bucks, which includes a lunch buffet, cigars, and beverages. And uh, it's for uh, adventures, adventures in Training with a Purpose, uh, which is uh, uh, John Kolb's uh, uh, ministry and uh, nonprofit where he is uh, taking care of those people that run out of 
uh, insurance money to get rehab, and uh, he's still working with those guys. That, he, that's, he loves up on yeah, the people that yeah. the insurance companies have yeah. left behind. Yeah, that's right. Let me right. tell you something. It yeah. is a magnificent, wonderful um, nonprofit right. that John Cole runs, yeah. and I'm telling you what, man, it is so worthwhile. Right, right. All right, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Lincoln in Seattle. Lincoln, welcome to the locker room, brother. Happy New Year, and um, yeah, the uh, I was glad you're talking about the Ben situation with all these um, quarterbacks now. You see how successful Baltimore is with the uh, running quarterback. I was wondering if you guys are seeing the change in the NF uh, in the NFL now with quarterbacks being um, able to run uh, more. And then throwing, and um, another two questions too, <laughs> because um, I know I'm always like this. Um, <laughs> uh, I we I know you guys are Christians and stuff, you know. And I was like, I was just wondering, like after a game when some team like knocks you out of the playoffs and stuff, do you you know when you go over there and pray and stuff like that? Does it ever go through your mind? You're like, mm, man. <laughs> you know what we 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 when we joined hands for prayer after games um it was just to give thanks uh to give thanks that we get to do something that we just love to, to do yeah. you know uh we just you know we're just Such we're just thankful yeah. uh and you know who started that Reggie White and yeah. uh, uh Reggie started uh and then uh, every team, uh, the Christians on every team started. Uh, 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 and, you, and you're thankful and grateful for coming through right. the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it is, it, it does have its, uh, you know, del- you know. Right. But, it, but you know, you, you, ne- you never thought, I'm not going to hold hands yeah. with this guy. It, it's, no. you know. It's it, a coming together yeah, and gratefulness. But, yeah. And, and you know what? And um, uh, Lincoln, when the game's over, it's over. You know what I mean? You you don't harbor, well, sometimes you okay. harbor animosity. Okay, now, Lincoln, I got to call my brother on this one, okay? Because I do know him, and I do know that he is, oh, um, maybe if you look up in the dictionary under Vendetta, you might see his picture. <laughs> but that is all part of the human condition that right. we are. Yeah. You know, you'll yeah, find that in all walks of life. That's it, brother. There are sometimes, you know, you know, you just say, oh, okay, okay, Jesus, I need a little help in this one because <laughs> I, I got a real big angst against yeah, this guy. I, I, I help me to for, be yeah. forgiving. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. we're, we're human, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely. That's what I was thinking. Uh, what do you think about the quarterback situation? Do you look at that um, running is going to be of the future for a quarterback? It, it does seem that way. It does seem that way because the the more um, they're protecting quarterbacks, the more running quarterbacks That's a great point. are, are yeah. going to flourish. Uh, and so, you know, uh, you know the, the the Baltimore Ravens have three running quarterbacks. Uh, they have Lamar Jackson, RG three, and Trace McSorley. Uh, you know, the, those all those run uh, all those quarterbacks can run. And uh, and so you build your offense around those kind of guys. Now, 
you know, you see Sam Darnold can run. Josh Allen can run. Uh, Kyle Murray can run. Um, Baker Mayfield can run. You know, the, you see more and more quarterbacks running that read option. And even Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick was... Uh, uh, he's still capable. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's still capable. Uh, um, I was watching the college games, and I was watching uh, Clemson. They had that running quarterback. Right, uh, Trevor something or other. Lawrence, right. I think his name is. Yeah. yeah, and then Oregon had that running quarterback uh, last night. I was watching him, and yeah. it looked like that is, it looks like a future thing, but, you know, I don't know how long you're going to last in the league, you know, if you're running all the time. Here's the point, though. The guy that really stands out, of course, is Lamar Jackson because you talk about 36 TDs and six INTs. That's amazing. That's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, what, and one more question. What is the best um, donut to put with a cheeseburger? Say, like you laid, uh, you cut a donut in half, and then you put the cheeseburger right in between it. Yeah, we'll I'm it, thinking the crispy, we'll the crispy cream, we'll and we'll call it the Wolfly cheeseburger. You know, <laughs> love it. I would go with a crispy cream glaze type donut. You know, we had that, that at be just, we yeah. had that at one of our men's events, Lincoln. Uh, you Substanding. know, we, we started cutting, uh, because we had a, a, a plethora of donuts left over. Not only and, that, we had a lot. And, and then we started cutting them in half and putting it, uh, and use them as, using them as buns. And they, people were fired up about them. Oh yeah. Good. Huh? <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Let me, let me throw one more. A couple weeks ago, I had my first chicken and waffles. Oh yeah. Oh, was that oh. good? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I didn't know what I was missing. Chef Dagan, up at Marketplace, he 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 turned me on to that stuff. Wow, yeah. that's some good stuff, brother. Yeah. I'll have to try it sometime. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it. It doesn't sound good. In all my years, I never thought. No, that does not. Chicken and waffles? Are you kidding me? And and this dude hooked me up big time. And I I tell you, I was scarfing him. That's good stuff. Yeah. Hey, I tell. Thank you, I thank you, brothers, and thank you so much, and thank you for the show. God bless, bro. I got one more. I'll be back here tomorrow with Matt Williamson, but Chaluch here is going to be Gandhi. Yeah, I got it. Oh, God bless there, Chuch, and uh, waiting for you for next year. All right. And hopefully if I don't get a hold of you, God bless you too. You betcha. And uh, guys, take care. Thank you. All right. Be well, brother. All right. Uh, it's 412-919-1316. We're coming to the end of the hour. Um, you know, it, it, it was, uh, uh, you know, he wasn't, he, he didn't want to talk about free agency and the draft yet. He he says we're going to be more reflective um, about this year and and that the men we have uh you know and and then you know he was asked about Juju and he said Juju took a step forward in leadership he was hurting uh he was hurt more but he did take a step forward in leadership he was helping when he wasn't playing he was helping a lot of the guys and so you know that that was interesting that insight that Mike brought out about very Juju true. yeah yeah you know, now that's the unfortunate thing is I would like to see the production, like everybody, obviously, yeah. like Mike would. 
you want the production to be the one coming coming forward. But what was prevalent with the loss of Ben, with the loss of um, of uh, you know Juju, is yeah. the fact that you know you got Deontay Johnson stepping up and and doing some good stuff and. I would suspect that the juju was very, very helpful and beneficial to yeah. Deontay and, you know, getting better. And he said uh, Ben was like that, too. Uh, yeah. Ben was. I mean, uh, it's, it's the loss of their playing, you know, being able to play. Right. You've got to be able to help them in other ways. And, yeah. you know, you know, the veterans back in the day. Right. You know, that was the Steeler way. I yeah. Mean, to be proactively involved in helping the young people come along. Yeah. Well, that's what that's the way we were we were mentored by Absolutely. guys like Webby and Colby and uh, Boss Brown, Larry Brown. Uh, yeah, uh, we we had a great Joe not, Green. Not yes, but not C. C was one of those special. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, Steve Corson was a friend. He was just not a, a great mentor. friend. Yes, <laughs> and we loved him dearly. Yeah, and Steve was just best. He was the one of the most unique individuals i've ever met in my life all right we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more stuff he's wolf i'm touch and you are in the locker room this is an in the locker room podcast from snr steelers nation radio You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. You know, one of the questions I asked uh, the other day was, who are you going to root for? You never told me. Who are you going to root for now that the Steelers are out? I told you. You, you, you did? Yeah, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, oh, that's right. You did tell me. Yeah, I mean, you got to go hometown. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of those things that's... Uh... Now, who, who do I think? Yeah. You know, um... It's really hard to think that uh, Baltimore is not going to go deep. Right, that they could have a big yeah. special year this year. I, I think it's the the AFC Championships game is going to be Baltimore and Kansas City. I I think you're you're correct in that one. I I, I think uh, um, Tennessee can beat New England in New England. You think so? Yeah, I think they can. I don't know. Or, That's. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. that's interesting. That, that's interesting. Yeah, I I'm gonna watch with uh, with uh, interest. You know, it it this season has been such a crazy year. Oh, uh, it has. And uh, you know the the ups and the downs. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I I think it's gonna be interesting to to watch uh, the the. Uh, uh, Wildcard round, uh, and then and it starts tomorrow. Yeah, uh, no, no Saturday, tomorrow, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday. I, I, yeah, that's Saturday. You got me all confused. Yeah, what do you? Let me ask you this: What do you think about Mike McCarthy going in for the Browns interview right. on Thursday? Now, this is all with the backdrop of Todd Monken. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I. Mean, I, I that, the, that's crazy. I mean, you got. It's reported that against. Uh, Cardinals, right? You got OBJ, you know, o- Odell Beckham, and um, Travis, uh, Jarvis Landry, and uh, some other guys. You got guys um, also with Kareem Hunt saying guys were le- making business decisions. Right. You got guys saying, come and get me, bro. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, you also got this guy, Todd Monken, who's the offensive coordinator, uh, telling coaches before a game that it's a total mess yeah. in and, Cleveland. And, and and telling them that they're, they were not following the game plan. 
Uh, right. The, and uh, uh, and then all of a sudden, ta- uh, Paul Dip- Dipopasta. What? I, 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 yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Pa- yeah. Paul D. Yeah. Paul D. Uh, he's an analytics guy, and he's going. He's the GM now, and so he's looking for the coach. Uh, this is this is I, this is a step back, man. The Dipotesta, and uh, you know, and the, the funny uh, the thing the the article that was written is uh, says uh, you know he's an analytic guy. Uh, he worked for Sashi Brown. Uh, he's yeah, the that was a great, he yeah. was a, he's a baseball guy and then he said uh, the 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 factory of sadness continues <laughs> yes i mean the seriously fa- yeah the factory Think said about it. okay i mean it's one thing to have players to have a coach telling other coaches that it's a total mess yeah. revealing insights that shouldn't be revealed if you're you know got any sort of uh, loyalty to right. your club to your coaching staff and your players and then then you you've got on the same deal you got players who are saying come get me yeah that you talk about a dumpster fire right that is that is the dumpster fire of dumpster fires it's more like it's not even a dumpster fire it's like one of those coal fires those underground coal yeah. fires that keep burning yeah cleveland's been like a coal fire burning for the last two decades you know and and the funny thing is jimmy haslin you know, it, 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 I don't think he was. They, yeah, he yeah. was here. He said, "I'm taking the lessons that I learned from watching he, the Steelers' inner workings, yeah. and I'm going to apply that in Cleveland." What? What? What in the world was he watching? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever to yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm not a fan. So, if you're Mike McCarthy. Do you take the Cleveland job? Well, it says he's he's the first interview on Thursday today. Yeah, right? today. Yeah. So then he's also interviewing supposedly Giants. for the Giants. Yeah. Now I'm looking at the Browns and I'm looking at the Giants, and both of them have their issues. Yeah. Um, but right now, I I look historically at, at at the Browns, and you're talking about 20 years of this stuff. Yeah. You We're know, not talking about two years. We're not talking about four years. We're talking about since they came back to to life in nineteen ninety yeah. what eight ninety yeah ninety eight ninety nine uh, Mike McCarthy uh, is a quarterback guy uh, quarterback guru so maybe he well they got that kid yeah. in New York yeah Daniel Jones yeah see in, in in Cleveland to me it seems like it's more deep rooted yeah you know the Giants that's pretty stable ownership yeah. You know what I mean? And right. they went for a long time with Coughlin and with um, you know, with some other guys and I and I thought after they got rid of Coughlin that was really a bad move. Yeah. Um that that instability was gonna be problematic. The guy from IUP went for uh, two years. Um whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is. I forget his forget that coach. Mike there. McCarthy to me is one of those great coaches right. out there that's you know, should be had by yeah. somebody. Yeah. If I was Mike, I would look lean more to the Giants than the Browns, just simply because of the fact that in the Giants there's stable ownership. Let me um, ask you something. There's something really but not so good going on. Do you, in Cleveland. Do you think? Do you? I, I yeah, I, I understand that. But do you think when you look at the talent, you lean towards Cleveland because they've got a bunch of talent. Well, they do. Yeah. There's no question on that. But I think you got a bunch of malcontents too. Yeah. Do you want to walk into the middle of that? I'm sorry, but 
Odell Beckham is in Cleveland for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield has, aside from some good commercials, which I find enjoyable that he yeah, does. Those, those, they, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I like yeah. him. Um, the the persona that I've I've just heard about, and I should be care. I want to be careful because if I don't deal directly with a man, I I don't want to be judging, and right. I, I don't, and I shouldn't be judging anyhow. But the point is, you hear some things about his. You know, some maybe some character flaws, and then yeah. it would be concerning if I was a coach. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. So uh, let's go to the phones four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Alan in Dublin, Ireland. Alan, welcome to the locker room. God bless you, buddy. How you been? Long time no here. Hey, well, buddy, how are you? You know, it was great seeing you when I was over in Charlotte. You know, seeing you before the game. Yes. And uh, same with you, um, the other guy. What's your name? Tunch. Well, well, what's the other guy's name that you do the sh- That would be Tunch. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. I'm positive. Sure? Yeah. I, uh, I guess you're right, because only a complete idiot would ever uh, disagree with you. <laughs> so what do you got, it, dear Alan? How are you doing? Oh, he's, he's saying such. Billy Grant, listen, I just want to say one thing, right? It's like the one thing you don't – I haven't been able to call because you've know, been busy working, right? Right. But the one thing is like your show is on podcast, right? So so you can download your show and listen to it. Really? You know, if, if you're not able to hear it live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's something you don't you promote, right? So, Wolf, like, you know, because like sometimes I'll be in a meeting and I'll, and I'll, I'll be no good in the meeting because I'll say – what brilliant thing is Wolf saying right now, right? And so I have to listen to it on the podcast, you know. So, Alan, I think you should get into concussion protocol. If you've ever thought to yourself, "What brilliant thing are you missing that I'm saying?" I'm thinking, buddy, get uh, yourself into a good concussion guy. Well, well, you know, you know, like in the words of Eric von Ziffer, uh, "I am my ideal." But you, Wolf, are my eyes. Yeah. (laughs) God bless you, bro. Eric Von Zipper, you know. Do you remember? That's uh, that's those Frankie Avalon movies. See, 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 Tons, that's why I said it, because because I know you would would remember that. Yeah. Yes, he would. Yeah. I I love that. You – I am my ideal, but you, you, you are my idol. Never. But anyway, I remember that one. No, sorry. Sorry, that's that's from the movie. You have to see it. But, but you know, I just want to say thanks, guys, but you never promote that podcast. So, you know, cause, because cause I was like, you know, the following day, I was like lifting in the gym and like I heard, like you mentioned me, like from Sierra Chicago talking about like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, me giving, you know, calling international being cigars and so forth. Right. So, so yeah, so. I hope you enjoyed them as well too. So, no like question. I gave to you on the, on the show. Yeah, they they were good. Because, Absolutely. Because because you know what? Like I had to like do it tiptoe through the security, get them through because they were in the aluminum tubes. Uh, like, I don't oh. I don't know if you realize that. So so I had to explain. So, so I had to explain to the sexual security person that that you know that you counseled me to get off a drug step the hall and that you're going to sign the book for me and everything like that. And she took pity on me. Oh my and heavens! So, and so and so and so that's actually how I got him through. Well, <laughs> thank you for so, for, so for your contribution. Yeah. 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 So. 
and that, and I know, and, and my son says hi as well too. So he he's, is he he's is he seven foot yet? Well. Is he seven foot tall yet? He's getting close. <laughs> I know he's over six ten. I know he's over six ten now. My goodness, eleven. But yeah. my goodness. Well, ask yeah. him what the weather is like up there. Okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But but they still can't lift him on his rugby team yet, so they need to get a little bit stronger and hit the weight room. Well, so, he gets, a, he gets he plays the all he's got to do. He just got to keep growing a little bit, and he he won't need anybody to lift him up. <laughs> yeah, I might have him. I might have him for the tryouts. Maybe he'd make a good tight end. You know, big target and everything. Yeah. All right. Anything else, brother Allen? Okay. No, nothing. Else. Just checking in, saying hello, and I've been listening to you all the time on, you know, you know, normally on the podcast, and I appreciate that that that's up there, and you can get it on the on the Steelers website, and also like where you get podcasts as well too. Thank so, you so much, and that's the best. Okay, okay guys. Okay, thanks so much. Thanks, brother. Alan, Take care. and thanks for the cigars, and okay. and, and also thanks uh, no, for no, promoting no, the podcast. Yeah, that's the best promotion we could do. Okay. All right. Thank all you, right. Buddy. Take care. Yeah. Bye bye. Uh, you know. Uh, so one of the things that uh, he was also talking about the R, the running backs are good. Are we talking capable. Alan or are we talking no, Mike? No, uh, okay. Mike. Yeah, Alan yeah, from sorry. Dublin or Mike? Okay. No, Mike. Mike from Pittsburgh. Got it. Um, what about James Conner? Oh, um, you know th- this is this is a little bit of a dilemma. Right. I think you know James Conner is obviously a feature back, but I don't know that he can stay healthy long enough. To achieve everything that's that's going on, you know, he trains so hard. He's got a great heart. This right. guy competes, and um, his life story speaks of his great competitive right. nature. Yeah, uh, but I think he's going to need some help. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, so I think Benny Snell made some great strides forward right. this year, and I think that um, lessening a little bit of the load with a guy like Benny Snell on James can be very beneficial. Um, yeah, so. You know, it, I mean, I look at Benny and I think how remarkable that he was almost on, you know, on the uh, on the downside for a month, you know, with knee surgery and right. coming back, and then for him to have the opportunity and, and grasp that opportunity and achieve what he's done thus far. That game against Baltimore, that was some tough, tough right. yards against yeah. a tough defense, and the, and it was some good vision on his part. Yeah, yeah, uh, he saw it. Uh, he yeah, banged he, away. Yeah. You know, and he, and, and he I is, love his banger. They were, you know, you watch. I was watching him trying to punch the ball out. I right. mean, he had to work on protecting that ball the entire afternoon, and I thought uh, he was great. I didn't think he ever came close to losing a ball. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones, 412-919-1316. Let's go to John in Baltimore. John, welcome to the locker room. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, first off, Happy New Year's, and uh, I'm counting the days till the weather gets better and uh, you guys are back on the radio again and uh, camp opens up and looking forward to another season. with the Yeah, Steelers, we but... start playing Andy Williams again. It's yeah. the most wonderful time of the year. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Hey, my, my question is about uh, – you guys talked earlier about the running quarterbacks in the league now and in colleges or several yeah. coming up. But uh, when – and this is kind of a rule question. I'm not sure if you gentlemen like these or not. But when is it acceptable to hit them? Because then when they played the Ravens last week, uh, there was a couple plays where Cam just seemed like he went right past the ball carrier and tackled the uh, RG3. So, I mean, when you got the RPO like that, I mean, is in a quarterback in the pocket passing, okay, you can't hit him. But at the same time, if he's running around, you know, do the option or something like that, yeah, you're okay to hit him. But on an RPO like that, if he's standing there getting ready to hand the ball off, you're not sure if you can hand the ball off, 
can you if you're if you're like five yards away, understand you can't hit him. But at the same time, are we going to get a lot of roughing the quarterback calls in the future just because he handed the ball off and your guy tackled the quarterback? A split second after he called, you know, after he handed it off. I think these are still things that are question marks in the officials' heads. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think the NFL, in their desire to define everything without having a lick <laughs> of common sense, um, is is struggling to be able to define. Yeah. How do you define it? Yeah. You hand off and what? And the guy's got three steps, two steps, one step to make a decision on whether he hits a quarterback yeah. or not? I, I, don't, I don't buy it. Common sense tells you. You know, you either have that common sense. Yeah, he saw it. No, no way he could have missed that. Yeah. He's just going out of his way to, to nail the quarterback. Or common sense tells you, you know, it's in the legitimate line of of play going on, and you you hit whack the quarterback because you thought he might have the ball. I think he, you know when you, when he's outside the pocket and he's running, uh, John. He's he's uh, fair game. He's fair game. Now. Uh, yeah. Uh, if he is a defenseless player, like he is stumbling, and you tag him, they're, you're yeah. going to get f- fag, but think flagged about this. for that. How many times did we see Bud Dupree or T.J. Watt go and put it, which I think they should do on our G3, yeah. you know, when he ran that uh, that outside zone uh, option, right? I mean, go ahead and whack him. He, yeah. yeah. If you they can, did. you they should. Did. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. And, and, there, and there was two plays where I think uh, uh, TJ kind of gave him a little elbow after the call. Okay, I saw that. That uh, I could give him that penalty. But there was one where Bud kind of pulled up and just kind of pushed him in the back a little bit, and he fell to the ground, and we got a penalty on it. Something like yeah, that was like a Premier League you know, soccer you dive. You know, that's to me, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, again, it's common sense, and the NFL is taking common sense away from the officials. And Tunch has been talking about this a lot longer than I have. They're taking the common sense away from the officials, and they're putting it all on 1600 Park Avenue in the command control center. Yeah. It, it's right. just... Love the show. Keep up the good work. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, thanks John. All right. Have a good day. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more calls. Uh, 412-919-1316. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in a locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we're back. He's Wolf. I'm touching in the locker room. Uh, you know, Wolf, you were you were talking about yeah. that you just uh, uh, saw a thing in the paper. Well, you know, there's so much interest going on in what the dumpster fire looks like in Cleveland. Yeah, when, what's going to happen to Cleveland? And how to prevent that from yeah. you know crossing state lines and moving towards Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know? But the point is you got the Josh McDaniels is one of the leading candidates that has been named, uh, you know, uh, as a person of interest in Cleveland. First guy up is Mike McCarthy, but Josh McDaniels, they say, loved Baker Mayfield coming out of college, coming out of Oklahoma in 2018, yeah, and would definitely want want to be and would be interested in working with him. So it's interesting reading this this whole take on it because what it went on to say in this article is that Josh McDaniels would not have taken the Browns job if John Dorsey were GM. Um, Why and not? I, well, it's funny because. 
He says largely because he knows how vital the coach GM relationship is, and he's want, he will likely want to work with his own guy. So yeah. what you're saying is now instead of the owner establishing the GM and then letting the GM become the the guy, yeah. you're having the coach pick his GM and working upwards like that. And I'm thinking, I don't know now. I mean, because there's a couple names from New England, Casario and somebody else, uh, Nick Casario and uh, David Ziegler. They're both were teammates of his at John Carroll. <laughs> All right, I mean, you're talking about so you're talking about Josh McDonald, oh, we Daniels, were, Nick Casario, David Ziegler were all teammates at John Carroll, right? A Division three, right? Yeah. So I find that kind of like okay, Jimmy, you, you're not those lessons you learned in Pittsburgh. <laughs> that that had nothing to do with it, this sort of thing. I no, mean, you're talking no, no. about again relinquishing the power of having a, a good football mind yeah. and giving him the opportunity to do the things that he needs to do. Yeah, uh, it's uh, that's interesting. Why would you give a head coach the power to bring in his GM who's right. going to back up every move that he makes yeah. and you've already got a two-to-one going against ownership uh, on, on things possibly? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it looks it looks difficult. So I mean, so Josh McDaniels is in the running, and Mike McCarthy is in the running. Right. Uh, would you take a Cle- if you were a head coach? Would you take the Cleveland job? If I were a head coach, would yeah. I take the Cleveland job? Um, what are my other choices? No, I, I mean, I, like you're, my you're, Mike McCarthy and I got the Giants. Yeah, yeah. And I would definitely, as I said before, I would lean towards the Giants. I That's am. more to me. The stability of ownership is something. It's a function that that a head coach has got to I have. Did, I'd interview the the uh, the owner. I'd I, I'd I'd be I, if I went in. For, How do you do that? I'd be saying, uh, okay. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'd like, interview the. I, I'd, I'd ask the owner questions. What you know? Uh, how how much well, are you? Think about uh, it. How, Remember Mike Malarkey. Remember the problem Mike had in Buffalo because Ralph Wilson wasn't right. there, and, yeah. and Ralph right. This just didn't back him up. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that that creates a problem. Yeah, when you don't get that that uh, you know that backing from the owner, you've just got issues man and i I, yeah. I look at the cleveland thing and again it's like a coal fire long burning yeah there's a lot more you keep calling it the dumpster fire well no no that's why i, I moved on to coal fire because a coal fire you know you ever see those the, there's one out in the um, middle of pennsylvania things been burning under a town for like 20 years yeah you know what i mean so that's what i think cleveland has become it's become like a coal fire yeah. They got issues there that I think run deep. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, he's Wolf. I'm Toucher in the locker room. Uh, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. good how you doing, Mike? Good, good. Hey, since this is technically your last show together, I want to say thanks for a great season with your insight and your experience and knowledge of the game. I want to say thank you for that. Uh, also, I wanted to ask you a question um, uh, relating to the Steelers. Where do you see their biggest need, their, you know, their biggest step needs? You know what? Uh, I, 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 I'm not looking for a, a, a need of guys. Like, you know, one of the things that they're going to have to do is maybe shake up that offensive line a, a little bit. You know, uh, they, they got – Good backups in uh, Chooks Okafora 
and uh, Zach. and Zach Banner, and uh, you know maybe uh, they're they're gonna have to shuffle that around. Uh, make sure Pounce comes back, and BJ Finney uh, is is back. Um, so I, I you know I don't know how that 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 goes. Um, I wouldn't surpri- be surprised if they draft or get a free agent uh, running back. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, it's not, you know, every year there's been a really glaring need like corners and, but I don't think there's a glaring need, uh, today. Defensively, no, but there's going to be, you've got to make some decisions like Javon Hargrave, Bud Dupree, all these, uh, the restricted and and unrestricted free agents. That's just going to be something. As Tomlin said, you know, I, 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 I embrace the worst this offseason, but the draft and the free agency, uh, you know, I've got to wait. And, you know, he says, I don't got a lot of hobbies. <laughs> and, <laughs> now, my wife, my wife would get my, my wife would kill me if I didn't ask you this question, especially since you brought it up about free agency and running back. If an if opportunity presented itself, would you bring back Le'Veon Bell? No, 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 I'm not a fan. Uh, I, I simply look at it this way: the problems that you had before, when, why would they go away? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just you're asking for more problems than you, you know, you got rid of. Yeah, uh, you know, I I wouldn't bring them back. Um, I I don't know, I, and I don't I don't think they would even bring them back. Uh, but I may I be, I may be wrong. I'd be Mike, right, but yeah. I still would. I still think that that talk about them. Uh, you know, Levian said that the Steelers were asking about trading for him. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, season, I, 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 think, said, I yeah. don't think that was yeah. the case at all. I don't. Last thing, maybe it's just me. I just noticed in the Baltimore game and the Jets game that the defensive line they were really running was more of a two-band front. Was there a particular reason why they were doing that? Well, because when 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 you go into three wides, the Steelers are gonna are gonna counter with nickel, and so uh, it's a two D lineman. But the outside pass rushers are T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, and they're tweeners. You know, they're not. Uh, you know, they're outside linebackers. But either one of them could be a defensive end. Uh, you know, right. in in a four three. It just seemed to me when they when they were lined up in that alignment that the uh, offense would run the football on them, and they were averaging anywhere between three to five yards a pop. They really couldn't stop that run like they did when they when they when they. When they that's why you had the, the. That's why the linebackers sometimes you had Vinny Williams in. Sometimes it was Mark Barron and uh, Devin Bush. I mean, when you know, have the concerted run offense coming at you, you want Vinny in there to take out the lead back. You got to have somebody downhill who's downhill-minded, uh, like Vinny, to be able to take on that lead back. And uh, sometimes uh, it just didn't work. Well, guys, again, thank you for your insight. Hope to hear from you guys next next season. All right, Mike. Thanks thank you, for Mike. Call. Take care, brother. It's 412-919-1316. Before we go to the phones, um, does Mike bring in a quarterback coach? Uh, Do you think? He was asked that. Yeah, that's interesting because they've fundamentally they've had one previously. Right. Yeah. And I think I think it might be beneficial to. Uh, I'd I'd have to have a conversation with Randy. Yeah. You know, you got to know 
Well, about Ron Rainey that. was the QB coach. Yeah, he was the QB coach. And now he's offensive coordinator. Right, exactly so. Now, the thing about, I would say, I can understand that Ben and Randy, that's, they've grown, you know, Ben's grown up a large part with Randy right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can understand not having a quarterback coach if it's Ben, but for Mason and uh, for Duck, for Paxton, for whoever that they would bring yeah. in, all right, I think the idea of having a quarterback's coach is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what do you think? I, I think, yeah. I, I want a coach looking out. I mean, do you understand me. what I'm saying? Like yeah, Randy yeah, yeah, and Ben, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. different. Well, you know, and, and uh, uh, even Ben, you know, Randy and Ben have a great relationship. Right. But, but, you know, Randy's looking at the big picture now. Right. He's not focusing on Ben. Right. Uh, so I think, you know, maybe the uh, maybe it's time to uh, bring yeah, in a quarterback, quarterback coach. coach. Yeah. All right. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning. Happy New Year, brothers. Yeah, How you happy doing, New bro? Year, bro? I'm doing good. Hey, before I get started, hey, Wolf. Yes. But that chicken but that chicken and waffles, I make a mean real velvet chicken and waffles. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. I'm telling you what, oh, yeah. I was totally surprised by it. Just did 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 not see myself enjoying it. Was coerced into trying it, which well, it's not that uh, hard I love to chicken and waffles, but I can't eat it anymore. Oh. Yeah, because it's gluten. You're a gluten weenie. Yeah, I'm yeah. a gluten weenie. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's more for me and Wolf, then. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Juan. Excellent. That's, that's right, Juan. What do you got, brother? All right, I just want to say um, I was looking at the um, next season opponents. Um, I see we got those Cowboys on the schedule, so I'm looking forward to that game because I think I'm going to make a chunk of Jerry's role and go to that one. And also, I'm going to go to the Jacksonville game. What do you guys think about the 2020 opponents? Um, you know, I I, I think it, it's uh, you know the the Who NFC East, the, the NFC, NFC East, East okay. and the AFC South. Uh, the NFC East is uh, you know that this year they were terrible, but that doesn't mean they're going to be terrible next right. year. Yeah, that's and the uh, and the AFC South also like the NFC East was a mediocre conference or division rather. Uh so I'm hoping that uh uh that the Steelers dominate uh both divisions and and then you got two more games uh you got uh uh, uh Denver uh, as a second place seed um in uh the N NFC West I think yeah and uh our AFC West and then yeah. and then uh Buffalo uh, the number two seed in the AFC East, so that that's what that, that's what you're playing. Yeah, no no pitchers on the schedule next year, so that's a good thing for us. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll see them in the playoffs, huh? Yeah, yeah or maybe yeah, not. We'll yeah, yeah, or maybe not. Yeah, and also, Tunch, I gotta agree with you. I think Tennessee can go in New England and beat them because, you know, I'm an Alabama fan. With Derrick Henry was running the ball the last couple of weeks. Right. If he could continue that and, and Tannehill keep doing the balls he's doing, hey, I think they can believe him. They got that wide receiver, A.J. Brown, too. So I think they can go in New England and beat those guys. Right. Although J.J. Watt has just been activated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. But, the, saw but that's, that. not a, that's not Tennessee. Oh, I'm sorry. Not to, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I got. Yeah, I was That's all screwed Houston. up. Yeah, 
That's Houston. Yeah, that's Houston. And they got. I'm still thinking about chicken and waffles, Ron. Sorry. <laughs> well, maybe after the show, you might need to go get you some. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. I have a good all season. Enjoy you guys. I love the show and can't wait till next season to hear you guys again. I miss- Thanks a lot, Juan. Thanks, I'll still be Juan. on tomorrow. You can yeah, check in. Yeah, you can check in with uh, Wolf. I'm, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. But I got to. Just like the Eagles. He's already gone. He's already <laughs> gone. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take him on Wolf tomorrow, then. All Sounds right. good. All right, Thanks, buddy. Juan. All right. Uh, like, uh, 412-919-1316. Um, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin talked about learning from his guys, and he says there's an exchange with the players that you learn from. Um that's kind of interesting. You know, uh, when we didn't have that kind of freedom to talk to our coaches and tell them, you know, what, uh, uh, you know, w- what was what. Right. You know? There was less of a conversation. Yeah. I, I, I remember um, when I was bouncing around from backup guard to backup center to backup tackle, uh, I remember one time uh, Ron Blackledge asked me, what could I to help you become a better player, I'd go keep me in one position, and he and and he did that. Well, the thing about it is, uh, the NFL was not so friendly, and was not so kind, was not so gentle when we entered into it. Yeah, um, it's a different NFL today. Yeah, uh, guys are coached uh, a lot harder back then than yeah. they are today, and there's more of a conversation. And I think un- people understand too that you know there's because of the fact that uh, there is the salary cap and there was free agency there was player movement and uh, one of the things you always wanted to be known is that it's a player friendly environment right you know because that's where you get the free agents coming to you know um those are things that uh, i think are important these days that weren't important important back in our day yeah yeah you know the coaching was all about do it my way or the highway boom yeah uh, you know it, it's funny because um one of the things that uh, Mike uh, embraces the work in the off season, he said it's therapeutic to me. You know, what? he he doesn't need he, he's not looking for any time off. I I, I would look for a little time off. Uh, what is therapeutic to you? It's uh, therapeutic hiking. hiking. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, you know, to me, um, that would not be therapeutic. Yeah, you know, so so it's to each his own. Yeah, the off season work. I'm sure Mike loves everything about the game. So the process of self evaluation, of uh, planning things going forward, yeah. then the scouting and everything else. It's all part of a process where he is able to get uh, get his battery recharged. I like the way he, I, I like the way he put it. He goes, "It's chess, not checkers." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not just jumping and moving and physically. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's thoughtful. It's one of those things that you take your time and you you learn each year as you go. And I think that's what we've seen an awful lot of. Uh, you know, Mike growing over the years as as a head coach. He was yeah. very young. I mean, this was his thirteenth year. He's going to his fourteenth year. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. He's yeah. you know been here a long time now. I mean, you're talking about one short of cower. What was he? Thirty six when he came in. I thought he was younger than that. 35, maybe, 34. I, somewhere yeah. in mid 30s, that's yeah. you know. So the point is um he's, you know, he's been at this a while and yeah. he's learned how to recharge his batteries through, you know, what he does. Yeah. Um so yeah. 
All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to recharge our batteries. We're going to recharge our batteries. uh, uh, Run to the bathroom. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is what you do when you're 62. That's right. Uh, All right, he's Wolf. I'm touching you. Are in the locker room. Let's go. This is an in the locker room podcast from SNR Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Do you ever see UFO? Ever see a UFO? No, no. no. Do you ever see UFO, the band that's playing right now? Oh. Yeah. What's that? That's UFO. No, that's Rush. Rush. It's Rush. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sitting there going, I'm totally uh, I'm like, sorry. I'm, you I'm like sorry. really came yeah, out yeah. of the gates. You're yeah. all screwed up, Chalooch. Yeah, I, I met Rush. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, UFO. I'm going, no, I've never seen a UFO no, before. Have you ever seen Rush? Have you ever seen a UFO? No. So you're out there in Death Valley. You're yeah. out there on the edge of a volcano. You've never seen no nothing. No, no, uh, no. I would have thought maybe you'd when seen I was out in Montana, out I saw the Northern Lights. How do you know it was the Northern Lights? Well, what if it was something else. Yeah, you 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 mean a UFO? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was just the, yeah. the lights were very cool. Well, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. all right. Um, but it, you know, I, I so anyways, uh, uh, getting back to this UFO. Uh, so, do you think Ben's going to be ready for minicamp? Well, we're going to find out. At least the first stepping stone will be February, thereabouts, the first week of February, where they get uh, a little look at it. But I don't think I wouldn't expect them to do anything really big. You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, just thinking about how far the ligamentation will will carry right. him. Uh, you know, as far as when he can start throwing again. Um, but certainly, right now, that beard is going to be awfully warm in in the spring. Yeah. If he's if he's not going to shave that beard until he can throw. Yeah. That's going to be a bushy beard. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's funny because uh, Ben was extremely um, valuable helping those guys. And, no and And so, you know, I wonder Like a if, quarterback coach. You know, I wonder if Ben having, you know, he's never watched, you know, more than a game or two. But I, I wonder if this has had any growth experience in his life. Uh, you know, watching, you know, the mistakes and uh, uh, the good plays and the bad plays of uh, of other guys. I, I wonder if it's, you know, is, is going to help him. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, it's an interesting thought that uh, he could, and it would be a nice way to say, yeah, he can productively right. learn from this and take this. But I don't know that it actually yeah. would or not. I think, if anything, the only thing that I, I get out of this is that he's going to, Believing him to be the competitor, I believe him to be. It's just f- adding fuel to the fire to yeah. come back and and have a great year next year, and that's where I think the most significant thing comes out of it. I don't know that um, anything that uh, the young guys went through that would be a learning experience for him because he's basically been no, through it no, all. No, I, you know, he's been through it all. But but I mean, but I mean, you know, kind of watching is uh, you know, it's, it's also growth, you know. Uh, it can be. Yeah, it can be. Um, again, I, I look at it more it's more about not being there, being the guy. Right. When he's been the guy for 15 yeah, years. Yeah, right. No, I um, understand. Yeah. 
Well, then, I, then why did you ask me? Because I'm telling you, you say, no, I understand. No, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> you're trying to tell me what? I'm trying to tell you that I don't I, I don't look at as much of a growth process right. unless of course he were to become a coach which yeah. I don't think he's got right. any aspirations to become a coach. All right, let's go to the phones. Yule in Connecticut. Yule, welcome to the locker room. Happy New Year, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I'm doing great over here. Uh the quarterback, our quarterback, I'm definitely looking forward to Ben coming back. I think he has learned a lot. Like, let me get down. They got to move the chains. You know what I mean? They got to move the chains. Yep. The defense off the field. I think he's seen that. He knows he has a good defense, just like the last time they won a Super Bowl. Go back, watch the film. He even says, I just can't turn the ball over. Yeah. You know? Situational football, like Mike talks about all the time, complimentary. Yeah. I think they'll be fine. Nobody's putting nine guys in the box with Ben back there. Yeah. That's for sure. No, that's that, right. That, that, that that's happened. a great point. No, everybody's talking about, like, you know, how come they can't run the ball? Well, the reason they, we couldn't run the ball this year because people were putting eight, nine guys in the box and daring the young and experienced quarterbacks to beat them. And yeah. that's not happening. You're not giving Ben one-on-one, you know? Yeah, I hear that, you. That, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad he's putting some weight on, too, getting nice and healthy. Yeah. Two, years <laughs> no, two, two years no contact, he's going to be ready. Yeah. And he's a very competitive guy. I've heard you guys talk about it all the time. Yeah. He wants to win everything. Yeah, he's going to be and hungry. Sure. He's going to be yeah, hungry. And, yeah, and Ben's the type of guy he's still, like, he probably feels he's let down the whole Steeler Nation this year. And it's not his fault. It's an injury, you know what I mean? Right. That's it's exactly fault, it. But that's the, that's the way he's built, though. He feels like he let everybody down. So I'm just looking forward to Big Seven coming back. I'm coming down to training camp this year. All right. I'm looking at his. I got to look him in his eye and say, look, it, you said four when you got here. You owe me two more. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that's well played, brother. Yeah, and then, you know, let's not worry about the quarterback situation until this guy retires. You know, they're not drafting no quarterback. They're fine. No. They're fine at the quarterback position, you know? Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I, I think with, uh, um, with Mason and uh, – Paxton Lynch and uh, Devlin, you know, I think th- those will be the four quarterbacks that are in the, that'll be in camp, unless you know, uh, unless there's a setback to Ben's rehab. But I don't believe that. No, I don't believe it. They got great doctors there. Yeah, they, I don't believe it. At all. I, listen, I can't wait to see him start throwing around the yard again. Yeah, I've been Our, missing that for two years. Oh, agree with that, Yule. All right, brother. Anything else? No. Enjoy the off season. I'll be listening. And if you see my man Bob Labriola, that's my guy right there. I yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Just, yeah. Oh my god, thank you. Pretty amazing. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. All right, have a good New Year's. All right, buddy. Take care, buddy. You too, yo. All right. Uh, um, hey, you know, um, Mike was asked. Okay. Hard knocks. Oh yeah, Your boy. Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you want no hard knocks here? No, 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 no. I yeah. mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, and Mike got a good chuckle out of it because you got no choice. You yeah, know, they don't ask; they tell you. Yeah, and uh, that would be and something that I, I just. Mm. I I I, you know, it's for it's interesting. Um, I I wouldn't want. Uh, 
it to be, but uh, it would be interesting if it was. Well, it would it would uh, spice up camp. Yeah, I mean there would be a lot of uh, you know there would be a lot of squirming going on. Look, you, you know, uh, the, uh, there's you talk about squirming. That this would be squirmation yeah. on camera. I mean, uh, you got cameras all over the place, and then people, you know, people start acting funny when there's cameras around. Yeah, you know, so I I don't like it, um, but it is what it is. And if they they pick the Steelers, you got no choice that yeah. I, I know of. Yeah, uh, it, it it's interesting. So, um, uh. It is official. Ron Rivera was hired as the Washington Redskins coach. He, it, it was. It's not. It was not a surprise because they were talking, and uh, they hired Jack Del Rio as the, Jack uh, Del Rio. Uh, Jack Del Rio as uh, uh, defensive coordinator. Well, it's interesting. I think it's a very strong uh, hiring there. Yeah, Jack Del Rio. He's I, very I, good. I thought Jack was done. I thought so too. Yeah, he was doing uh, uh, NFL Network. And, right. Yeah, and he just got the ESPN. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was, he yeah. got the itch to get back in. Yeah, you know, sometimes I, you know, the thing about it is, I, for the coaches that go into the TV, it's funny because it always reminds me of that thing when the, you know Rocky, you know, yeah. with Mickey. Yeah, you know, the worst thing that could happen to a fighter, you get civilized. Civilized. Yeah. You know, coaches get civilized, and I think uh, it's difficult for them once they get into that comfort zone. Yeah, where you know it's not predicated on. And uh, you know other people's efforts, but you know you you just you get comfortable and you don't have that pressure to win. So what what move this off season are you most looking forward to seeing? What what move? What, what move? You know, is it Ben coming back? Is it them size signing Bud Dupree? Is it Stefan coming back? Is it uh, uh, them going out I on free agency? How they're going to shake out the offensive line, Chalukes? Yeah. I mean, that's what you know we played so much, and that's what we're worried about. You know, there's there's some factors that are involved in this that are going to come about, and they got to make some hard decisions. And it's to me, it's going to be interesting to see which way they go on this. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, and and Ramon says that uh, you know he he's not a you know he he wouldn't be surprised if it right. was if done it, for him. And B.J. Finney uh, is a free agent, right? So and are you going? See... You know, you could plug and play B.J. at guard. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's not to Ramon has had a tremendous career. Right, I mean, this guy started 145 of 160 games. Right, that is like phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and I have such respect for him. And for all he's done, uh, and he's been such a uh, wonderful example of what a, a good good young man, you know, uh, yeah. representative of the Steelers organization. And, he, and he's the player rep. And, right. And we, we keep uh, uh, hitting them up for uh, improved pension for the <laughs> exactly. old guys. <laughs> exactly. You know, but there, there's, you know, there's always a, a time for everyone, for all of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That's what has uh, surfaced some. Um, they got a... You know, they, they, they really have to make a decision. What are you going to do with Zach Banner and Chooks and Matt Filer? Are you going to move him to guard? Or are you right. going to, you know, so, again, that to me, how they reorganize the offensive line is going to be very interesting. Yeah, and, uh, I, you know, the the thing I want to see uh, this offseason is who they go out and get, not the who they re-sign, who they go out and get. And, you know, it is going to be a very crazy, crazy off season. I, I just think, uh, uh, and 
And I want to see if they if they get <laughs> roped into hard knocks. I I don't. I hope not. I really don't, because I really don't want to be walking around at, at camp and and you know all, listen to all that yeah. stuff. Because again, when you have cameras, people start acting weird. Yeah, you know, yeah. And I, I just don't think it'd be fun. But yeah. I got a feeling. I mean, this would be this would be. Uh, I would think the Steelers would be very attractive yeah. to Hard Knocks. I mean, yeah, it's they a would. Bucolic setting. In but I, I bet it's. I bet. I bet. I bet the Steelers are Hard Knocks. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't see how they're not. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, thank you guys for uh, partaking in the locker room uh, this whole year. And thank you, Greg. Uh, as always, you do an outstanding job uh, for us. Uh, you know, we wish you a blessed new year and uh, the Lord uh, uh, bless and keep you. Uh, may his face shine upon you and may he grant his, your heart peace. Uh, he's Wolf, and he's going to be back tomorrow. I am not. I'm speaking at a conference. Uh, and uh, You're conferring. Yeah, yeah. You'll be in the locker room with uh, Wolf and Matt Williamson. All right. So long, everybody, and God bless. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you have been in the locker room.